they should let you uh, just shape your own patties. Like you just get like a bowl with some meat in it, and you get to put your hands in it and just squeeze it around until it's the shape that you want. <laughs> that's that's my idea. Yeah, that's like Kramer's Pizza Restaurant. So you'd be making a burger. Yeah, yeah. Make your own burger patty. Yeah, just get in there, get your hands messy, feel like you've accomplished something, get what you want. Can't beat it. I feel like when you get to that point, yeah, you might like, as well just make your own. Yeah, make your own burger. No, but but the the experience is it's like one of those like the Coke freestyle machines. So there's like a whole setup. So there's like you put your hands into like these plastic gloves which kind of so it's completely safe uh and then you kind of put your hand in it and you pull a lever and like some meat comes out and you squeeze it around and then so now we've got like a a device that just oozes out meat at you like (laughs) an ice cream machine yeah and you're putting your hands into like a like a like a sanitary like glove chamber yeah a glove yeah Absolutely. So are there other, if it's like a Coke freestyle, are there like buttons you push to make ingredients mm-hmm. go into the meat? Like, like different seasonings? There's a touchscreen yeah. with, there's a seasonings touch. Okay, so there's there's two touchscreens. There's one for the meat and you can select, select what kind of meat you can have, like, you know, beef or chicken or lamb or venison. And you can like choose, <laughs> like, you can do like half and half. So you can kind of mix up your meats in your burger. Uh, there's another touchscreen of the seasonings, and there's one final one which is for injecting like cheese or any kind of other liquidy thing into the middle of your burger afterwards. But that is that's optional, and that is like uh, two dollars extra. So does the machine cook your burger? No, the, the the burger is then put on a conveyor belt, and it goes to the just the regular kitchen um and they, they like, flame broil it for you they, they flame broil exactly well, exactly <laughs> so like your um your lamb pork burger can uh get back in the the boiler back there exactly yeah that's what you come to burger king for is the the, the flame broiled taste the 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 king provides uh so yeah this is my idea i'm looking for fifty thousand dollars for a two percent investment you got it <laughs> well that's easy that's an easy sell all right i'm gonna i'm gonna get on this are you guys ready to sync up i am ready to sync up and i am i was born ready i'm, I'm let's do this I'm so ready all right all right Everybody, it's Friday night, and welcome back to another Wrestling On Air podcast. I am your host, Tom, and uh, I'm delighted that you came to join us. I'm happy to hear, see you again, or I'm happy to see you for the first time, if this is indeed your first time listening. On the show, we've got uh, Tim, as usual. Hey, Tim, how's it going? It's going good. <laughs> we've got Oren. Hey, Oren. What's cooking? Not a lot, buddy. Very nice. Definitely not pizza. Not pizza, yeah. No, Oren has, <laughs> has put her foot down and no more pizza questions. No more pizza chat. She's she's feeling too bashful about it. Do you realize what we're doing right now? <laughs> what? We're not talking about pizza. Tom Tom still got pizza in. Like, he, he had this planned out. We're talking about the lack of pizza talk. Yeah. It's like, atheism is still something, it's still a belief, you know? Even if it's a belief in nothing. <laughs> So this is, even though this is negative pizza talk, it's still talk about pizza talk, technically. Moving on from our end, we've also got Socks. Hey, Socks, how's it going? Hey, uh, it's going all right. I've been hitting a lot of really good luck lately. It's a what? really interesting time, yeah. You, you are, you've are you been established as, as the, the hard luck uh, hero of the pod, though. You're the, you're the lovable <laughs> loser who, uh, <laughs> you're the Charlie Brown, like nothing works out for you. What, what are you talking about? What kind of luck have you been into these days? Uh, I, my, uh, my good old, good old stepmom sold our old childhood home 
I love it. And sent uh, sent me and my brothers a very nice big check. Very nice. It's been very, very good for me lately. I went and I bought a lot of really dumb vanity things. Mm-hmm. I have a new computer on the way, like nice big old sweet gaming rig mm-hmm. so I can play so I can play basically every game. I've been getting a lot of really good cool stuff. Uh I own a robot now? What? How do you own yeah. a what do you when you say you own a robot? First of all, I wasn't expecting it just to be like launched into bragging. But I guess that's that's as good a start yeah, to the podcast as anything. It's man. not bra- it's not bragging. It feels it feels like bragging. It feels like this it's has just become bragging. us being your your captive audience as you tell us just how wonderful it is that you've got money now. Last week he name dropped, and this week he's gonna uh, brag about his money. That's it's cool. out of control. It's out of control. But I mean, all right. So you've got a ro- what do you mean you've got, you've got a robot? How how does one have a have a robot? I found a Roomba. When you say you found a Roomba, do you mean you went to a store and you found one on the shelf and then you paid money for it? or how did did you find a Roomba (laughs) no 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 Um, apparently we had one in the apartment just (laughs) sitting on our washer and dryer and I was like can I just can I just take this and my Uh other roommates were like fine (laughs) <laughs> no one seemed to care that they just had this perfectly good Roomba. It yeah. still works. It still cleans. And I have I have been enjoying the new robot life ever since. I understand a language that robots speak. It has conveyed to me basic emotions. Uh-huh. What other emotions mostly cleaning? Or like how else does it express itself? They are cleaning related. I did not know this about Roombas, but they apparently sing. What? And by sing, I mean like they play like really really short songs whenever they're happy or they're sad when does a Roomba ex- experience happiness if i can ask when it's cleaning successfully <laughs> and when does it experience sadness the, the opposite when it's not cleaning successfully when it's stuck on a rock when, when it's, it's just stuck <laughs> in a rock basically socks i have to say this sounds a little problematic it does sound a little bit problematic how is it problematic you have enslaved an orphan robot <laughs> yeah this this I'm is giving it new purpose it loves to clean mm. you think that because of the ingrained feelings that you have towards <laughs> robot servitude you think Slowly. it's singing because it's happy it's probably singing to keep itself from deactivating because of the monotony <laughs> of its life yeah this is all this robot ever knows like you're not kind of you haven't like freed it you haven't given it a new purpose you've just given it the same purpose which it's resigned itself to mm-hmm. i have freed it mm. because when i originally got it apparently it was owned by someone else before and they just stopped using it mm-hmm. someone had the fucking audacity to put a dj roomba sticker on it like one of those name tag uh-huh. things that said i'm my name is dj roomba mm-hmm. and i i took that away i gave it individuality it is no longer a parks and Rec's reference <laughs> is so do you have you renamed it now like now you've enslaved this Roomba. Like, have you given it a new name, or, or like, what's going on there? No, no. There you go. Don't plan on you it. You haven't even named. I it. mean, you consider it such a lower life form that you haven't even <laughs> deemed it worthy of a name. Like, is it? Is it just? It's just Roomba. It's just a thing. I mean, it's it's the Roomba. It is the one and only Roomba to me right now. Do you guys want to come up with a name for this Roomba? Um. Why don't yeah. you ask the Roomba what it wants to be called? Yeah, I think I think that should be the first the first point of contact. You know, you should reach out, try and understand it. You want me to do that? I can do this right now. Let's yeah, see. give it agency. Uh, yeah, give me one sec. Let's see if you can actually pick up the sounds on the uh, on the mic over here. I mean, All right. Let's see. I keep it. Uh, cl- I keep it in the closet with the lights off. 
That sounds again uh, well. <laughs> just adds to the sad little story that you're, you're telling. But okay, this is screwed up, guys. Right? Like this is really messed, it's messed up. up. It's messed up. Like I know he's been lonely, but this is this is not how you kind of deal with things. This isn't cool. Yeah, this isn't normal. This is normal. I guess we'll just let him carry on with it, but this feels like a problem. It's not a problem. I mean, I do want to suggest he name it Garfield. <laughs> That's a fun name, I like know. the cat, right? Yeah, because it probably loves mon- hates Mondays. Hate, yeah, probably because it's cleaning day. Yeah, maybe that's why Garfield. Right. Yeah, hey, sorry, Sox. Yeah, what's up? So I have the Roomba here. Roomba, how are things going for you? Oh, it's buzzing. It doesn't like that it's not on the floor right now. That wasn't a happy buzz. Mm-mm. That doesn't sound happy. All right, let me put it on the floor. All right. See what it says. Hey, guys. Uh, let's see if you guys can hear this. All right, that sounds good. What's up, Tim? That, then, that's not what I envisioned a robot sounding like. No. I think Socks is just making noises. <laughs> to make us think he has a robot. <laughs> it just sounded It sounded like either he's making the noises. He's making vacuuming noises. Yeah, that's good, he's, Socks. He's scooting around on the floor right now, pretending to vacuum. He's just shuffling around. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we we heard the the vacuuming noises. Does it make any other noises? It does, but it's like it's really hard for the mic to pick up. Oh, All right, okay. you, you said it sings. Does Did it? Did you get that? Did you get that? It just. <laughs> uh yeah. Hold on. Be, sound... be absolutely quiet. All right. <gasps> what did you think of that? Huh? Yeah. All right. I heard that. That was pretty good. That was that was. That's pretty happy. I don't know if that was singing. It was more like a little chime. It sounded like a v- a V Tech toy for children. It did sound like a toy for children. <laughs> I think Socks is just I'm kind. Of... This away. This is a bad okay. Song. Thank you, Socks. I th- I think Socks is just kind of like like accepting his his purpose as like an adult toddler. You know, Maybe, I think he's just yeah. set himself like up like yeah. a little crib with like all like little baby <laughs> toys, and that's how he's that's how he's living his life now. He's like he's like in probably in like a little romper now, just like you know with <laughs> one of those like. Uh, the butt flaps. Oh yeah, just, totally. Just rolling around. Guys, We've got to be more accepting uh, about uh, it. Yeah, we do. Okay. Guys, guys yeah? it's not moving. It's not moving. Okay. It, it's not moving. What did you I turn do? it off? Did you, Did you turn no, off the room? No, it's still Roomba? on. It's not moving though. Is it on the floor? It's on the floor. Is it possible? What do that I do? Is Is your place already so clean that it just doesn't have a purpose now? <laughs> is that a possibility? I told y'all it was going to deactivate if this kept okay. up. Okay. This sounds like Socks is having some kind of meltdown. Yeah, yep. he's going off the rails. This is this is a diff- this um, is a difficult phase. Yeah, I'm sorry this is being recorded, but it may help the professionals that need to help him give him what he needs to get over this. I would hope so. Yeah, like this is this sounds like a problem. I'm, I'm going to suggest he flush it down the toilet. <laughs> I I like that idea. I think that'll be cath- that'll be cathartic for socks, and I think it, it'll also be a lot of fun to hear a flushing toilet on the yeah, podcast. It'll give everybody a little relief. Yeah, it'll now socks. Can you hear me? Yeah, I've had my headphones on the whole time. Okay. Uh, <laughs> so can you can you flush flush that Roomba down the toilet for us? I think it's too big. You see, when it gets off the dock, it does like a backing up noise, which I think is fun. Like a truck, like a like a garbage yeah, like truck. A truck. Or that's fun. Yeah. I we, uh, that's not playing over the air, but I'll take your word no, for it. No, it's too far away. Socks. Right, I'm, I'm putting it back now. All right, socks. Have you decided whether your Roomba is a, a boy or a girl? Has that has that come up yet? I don't believe in gender. That's not something you can assign. I mean, I just you know some people do. Some people you know that that uh, have that much privilege that they need to check that they'll they'll just make that assumption. So, so you you can't flush it down the toilet, socks. I can flush a toilet. Okay. Well, any will do. Would it be audible? Put put that in there. Can I make a sexist joke and then you flush the toilet like, and we can pretend it's like married <laughs> with children? <laughs> 
Yeah, sure. Okay, good. good. I need to think of a sexist joke now. <laughs> That's going to be fun to edit. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, cool. Well, well. Congratulations on on having a robot in and Thank having uh, and having money now. Socks. It's it's very exciting that you. Congrats the... on having a slave. Yeah. Good for you. Congratulations. That's really nice. Congratulations on being the one percent and and uh, immediately <laughs> finding a slave to 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 lord it, lord it over. I think that's. I'm really happy for you, man. That's, that sounds really good. Thank you. Okay. Well, I mean, Socks is a, Socks is a is a, a millionaire now, so that's fun. And he has a robot slave. And he immediately <laughs> has a robot. He immediately. Yeah. There was no waiting around. It was just immediately has money now has a robot. That was kind of took everyone by surprise. Um. Yeah, what else is going on, guys? Or would you like to ask me what's been going on with me? Tom, can what? I can I take this time to ask, <laughs> ask you a little something? Hey, please do. I'm, I'm glad that someone finally would. It's hard being host where I'm the one always asking the questions and no one else gives a shit about me. <laughs> let sorry. me ask you. Let me sorry, ask. sorry, sorry. I got worked up. What's been going on? Hey, hey, thanks for thanks for asking. Um, So I had a fun weekend. I, I am proud to say that uh, I was, well, on Friday night, as Katy Perry once sang, Last Friday night, I was at the Ring of Honor New Japan show here in beautiful New York City at the the Hammerstein Ballroom, and uh, yeah, I saw some live wrestling guys as uh, as a bit of a treat, and uh, yeah, I'm, I'm happy to talk all about that if you guys like. Did anyone else see the show, or was it just me who uh, who who uh, has has made the effort to uh, to keep up with the uh, the best wrestling in the world as as Ring of Honor mm. describes itself? Mm. I feel like it's just you. Just me. I haven't watched it yet. I haven't watched it yet. That's fine. That's fine. Um, That's fine. How hot was it in there? It was... <laughs> good question. It was... Okay, so to answer that question, I'm going to give you a little bit more information about, about the setup. Uh, so at the Hammerstein Ballroom, I've been to a few shows there before. Um, this is the first show where they had, like, lights on, on the balcony, like, actually kind of, like, you know, shining down on the ring. Uh, actually in front of like the people sat on the balcony. So we, we had balcony seats in the front row, and we had these big bright lights right in front of us. So that kind of contributed to the heat levels. It was kind of hot in there. Um, it wasn't as bad as previous live wrestling events where I've been admittedly very sweaty. But it was it was much hotter than you might expect, given it was just like you know a uh, a day in May before we've we've really hit the peaks of summer. So that answers your first question, Tim. Yeah. Any follow ups? That's good. Was that the main um, one? No, no. I need. I got. I got more. <laughs> okay, great. So, like, were were you sweating or? I, I I feel like I already covered that. There was there, were, <laughs> there was only like I would say there was it was my my standard level of sweating, which is yes, some sweat, but certainly not uncomfortable. It was it was to the point that I was able to still wear a hoodie and be be comfortable in this indoor environment. Yeah, it was it was a fun time. It was so okay. So the main thing that I was concerned about going to this show was um, New York wrestling fans can tend can tend to be kind of terrible, uh, <laughs> Ring of Honor especially, and I was expecting that this show was going to be kind of fairly uncomfortable in terms of fans being uh, problematic you know difficult chance sexist chance racist chance those are all kind of like featured in the past i'm proud to say that this this is uh this didn't happen at this show it was actually fairly well behaved so that was something good that's really good man um, um yeah but, but what about were, were people around you sweating uh, thank you for asking. I was next to good friend Joey, who is uh, you know regular, uh, regularly mentioned on the pod. Uh, he was he was not sweating as far as I knew, like not visibly at least. 
Uh, I would. We also sat next to our, our new friend Erin, Erin uh, Provolone, off Twitter, and she mm-hmm. she did not seem to be too sweaty. There was no no evidence, at least. So I would say did minimal. I did not check. I did not uh, in, infringe upon their personal space in order to check. Oh, okay. But I think we were okay. Did you have any non-sweat related questions, or was it? Oh, sorry, no, I don't. No, okay, we can, we can go back to all this. And did you have any more sweat related questions? I think I'm good. Um, I'll, I'll ask you if it comes back up. You know. All right, that seems fair. That seems fair. Uh, but yeah, that was a that was a fun time. I would say um, I I enjoyed my experience there. I don't know, Oren or Socks, if you had any additional questions. Now that Tim has covered the the sweat ones, was it mostly sweat related questions that you guys had as well, or was there? Yeah, actually, I, I was wondering, were any of the wrestlers sweating? Could you tell from your <laughs> the wrestlers sweating? Yes, I would say so. Uh, but was it had... more than usual, like at a normal show? <laughs> it's difficult to tell because I've not been in the presence of a lot of them regularly. Uh, I would say so. The I don't know if you're familiar with Bully Ray, formerly named known as Bubba Ray Dudley, <laughs> and he started off in the in the crowd, like near near these very hot lights. Hmm. So my assumption is that he was maybe five or ten percent more sweaty than he would have been otherwise because he started you know in that well i mean in that where is he built from what, what's that place he's built from um hell's kitchen i don't know yes yes that's it now you would think if you're mm. from there which sounds very hot yes. that you wouldn't be sweating so much all the time because you'd be used to it do you think that do you think that's right there but like, i think I feel like his pores would be hardened no no i don't think i think they'd be more open i think they i think because he his his body would have come up with the you know the natural defense to heat is is to sweat so i think he would just be more prone to sweating if anything you know do you not think that um, uh, you know we'll, we'll agree to disagree <laughs> all right, all right, that's fine that's fine one thing that i noticed was that a lot of the wrestlers kept their t-shirts on really oh. And mm. I'm talking, I'm I'm talking wrestlers who you would usually expect to take their t-shirts off, like Sonata and uh, Naito. They both kept their t-shirts on through the duration of their matches. Really? I don't know if this was a commitment to just like wanting to, uh, you know, showcase their merchandise and try and you know sell it that way, or if it was just maybe a little bit chillier than they were expecting and yeah. they they felt a little, you know, like they needed the extra heat. I don't know. I don't know. I was I was frustrated that they didn't take them off. You'd think like if they were wearing the shirts and they'd actually be less sweaty than you would expect. Mm. Which is like which is an interesting concept. Like I can't imagine wrestlers as anything but sweaty. Mm. So just like envisioning those two not covered in sweat like a dry wrestler nobody wants to see that yeah that's really strange yeah you've you've ne- you very rarely see a dry wrestler i can't oh. think of one in, no, none come to mind <laughs> you some of them well sometimes you see maybe the hair sometimes look a bit looks a bit dry and like you know straw like but you know the yeah. the skin itself always looks pretty pretty moisturized yeah pretty moist yeah maybe not moisturized but certainly slick you know Slick to the touch. So how you would explain the wrestling at this New Japan ROH show? Um, so I, I was not close enough to touch any of the wrestlers. So this is oh, just this shame. is just based on my my ocular experience. Um, as opposed, to, I, I I wasn't close enough to smell them either. So that would mm. be a possible indication of you know sweatiness. Not necessarily though. Tell me though, what did you smell? <laughs> I smelt. Uh, and, and don't cut any corners. Really tell us every little bit that you can remember. Uh, paint us a picture. I smelt the heat of the lamps of the lights. Mm. I smelt the smell of ten dollar ten dollar Heineken beer. Okay. Actually, sorry, nine dollar nine dollar Heineken beer. But I I tipped a dollar. I'm 
I'm good. Oh, that's like nice. That. Yeah, I'm a good. Very considerate. Whatever smells with it. The seats, I would say. Okay, so the seats are kind of like old, kind of like you know, fabricy cushioned seats, and I don't think they've ever really been cleaned or reupholstered like since the building was first you know established. So the, the seats have a certain smell to them, if you know what I mean. You know what I mean? Like it just kind of it smells like kind of someone's house. You know what I mean? Like someone else's house. Whose house? Run's house. That's a that's a reference for all the rep fans out there. You guys won't get it. I'm cool. I don't know if there were any other smells that really kind of stuck out. Okay. We we had the blessing of like uh, we didn't have any like wrestling fans in front of us. Oh, nice. Yeah. So there was no immediate smells of wrestling fans in front of us. And if the wrestling fans behind us were smelly, they weren't to the point that it kind of you know drifted you know to to get to the nostrils at least. Did we? Are there any other any other questions or any other uh, thoughts about the experience? I can talk about the matches if you guys want. Or the mm. I've got my star ratings that I I've got my spreadsheet of star ratings if you wanted me to give those. Or... You and your fucking spreadsheets. No. 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 I mean, we, we got what we wanted out of it. You sure? I mean, I've got a think piece about, like, um, <laughs> it's, it's like 500 words. It's like about, like, you know, New Japan and, like, you know, how Bullet Club is working out and all that kind of It's It's long, but it, it it's pretty hard hitting, I think. You don't, guys don't want to hear that? Do you think Marty was sweaty inside his mask? He, I can almost guarantee it. He looked to be quite sweaty. He, he de- Marty Skull definitely seemed to be sweaty. Yeah, he, I would, I would put, definitely put him in the top tier of sweaty, sweaty boys because he was wearing a fur coat and the weird plague doctor mask. He had a lot going on. He had too much going on, I think. Well, that was New Japan ROH. Actually, so you you asked about the smells. Would you be interested in the the things that I heard while I was at the show? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yes. That sounds good. So, <laughs> so originally, so okay, so we uh, during the so at first, we first started hearing it during the uh, the the Naito match. I think it was like Naito uh, and his mate against the Young Bucks. Uh, <laughs> I can't remember which guy it was, but they were having some fun. And from behind us, we hear what initially just sounds like just some like screaming, just like a child, just like yelling really loud. Uh, and then, you know, at first we're like, oh, hey, someone brought their kid here. That's weird. Uh, but then we start to hear, you know, there is actually someone saying a word. It's someone and then you're screaming. Like, oh, wait, Dana Brooks here. Dana Brooks. Yeah, Dana Brooks here. <laughs> it was a, okay. So it did actually turn out to be a lady, uh, you know, very much like Dana Brooks is a lady. Who was just screaming? Uh, I believe she was a. <laughs> I believe she was a, was a Japanese lady who was just screaming over and over, Naito, Naito, uh, in a very exciting way. Uh, and by the way, me saying that was not problematic. I didn't do any kind of accent or impersonation, so <laughs> the there's no it, issues it there. It gave me a, a weird chill. It did, yeah. There was certainly as soon as you get into you know that territory, there is you have to be on you know very thin ice. But uh, no, she was just like screaming throughout the match with like a real like passion, and it was really good. It really kind of cut through because like most of the rest of the night, it was just like you know ironic, you know the usual kind of like you know wrestling fan chants. But she was just really just yelling his name over and over and over again in a way that really contributed to the experience. That's real passion. That's real passion and you've got to love it. It is, yeah. I did I did love it. I also, she did the same thing during the Tanahashi match as well. Uh, not yelling Naito's name, that would have made sense. Just yelling, Tana! <laughs> over and over and over again. And you know what? It sounds like it'd be annoying, but it wasn't. It was fantastic. It was. Uh, it felt like an authentic experience. I love it. It felt like real passion, the kind of passion that only the the puro resu fans have. That's the uh, the Japanese term for professional wrestling. Uh, <laughs> no, not Tom. Was that problematic? No, that was not problematic. That was just perfect. This isn't the first time he's done that. <laughs> I know. This is look that the first and time I, I did we were it. We're gonna get through this without him doing it. Uh, 
<laughs> no, that was that was not an option. I was gonna do it because I pronounce it perfectly. Uh, so I wanted to just like make sure that because we have a lot of uh, listeners who maybe are feeling insecure about how to <laughs> how to pronounce puroresu. Uh, so I'm just giving them I'm just giving them the uh, the understanding and the confidence they need to know how to pronounce that word. There's no problem. It's fine. But hey, what else has been going on in the wrestling world? One thing that I'm aware of is that I've been seeing a trailer for a brand new WWE movie. <laughs> I don't know if you guys have seen it. I don't know if uh, you're aware of this. Uh, for The Wall, starring mm. John Cena and... It's starring someone else. Is it the guy from Godzilla who... Yeah, it's John Cena and Godzilla. It's their first, uh, it's their first buddy it's cop John movie. It's John Cena and Godzilla. That's yep. correct. No, what was the name, yes. name of the guy? Do you, know, you guys know the, the name He's of the guy? He's Kick-Ass, right? kick yeah, the... Yeah, Aaron Jim Carrey. Yeah, Aaron, you're almost there. Yeah. yeah, Aaron Taylor Johnson. Aaron Taylor Johnson. Yep, that's it. Is it? All right, great, cool. Yep. All right, all right. So I've I'm very proud of knowing that. Well done. That was good. Well done. It sounds Tom. like somebody that'd be a kid on Home Improvement. <laughs> he does. He said, that is literally like all three of the names of the kids on Home Improvement just combined into one name. That's ridiculous. <laughs> All right, so Aaron Taylor Johnson, and then of course the cha- the champ John Cena. And Aaron, have you have you seen this trailer? Are you aware of, of this trailer that I've seen? What, I'm proud you... to say that I have seen the trailer. <laughs> <laughs> what What are your thoughts on on this fantastic WWE production? Which is this actually going to be in cinemas, or is this like straight to DVD like the other ones? Mm, I think this is going to be in cinemas. Just yeah. that's crazy. It's been a while since I feel like it's been a while since any WWE film has been actually released at cinemas. So that's that's one exciting thing. I'm going to go ahead and say limited cinema release. <laughs> <laughs> You know what? Even even limited cinema release, I don't think the Marine Five uh, starring the Miz had that. So you know, it sure didn't. Take what you can get. So I'll set the stage for the Wall trailer. Um, John Cena and um, Jonathan Taylor Thomas, two soldiers, um, <laughs> somewhere you know, uh, in the Middle East. Uh, mm-hmm. One is pinned down by a sniper fire. It's yep. John, mm-hmm. and uh, and so basically, according to the 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 trailer, sort of the premise of the movie is that John Cena lays on the ground for a long time mm-hmm. while his friend communicates uh, by radio with a sniper sure. who who is uh, holding John Cena hostage um so does that sound right to those other of you who have also seen the trailer is that an accurate description it sounds pretty accurate and also there is an incredibly problematic part where the sniper is talking to jonathan taylor thomas and he tells him (laughs) uh he's talking to him first like as his ceo or something like he's pretending to do an american accent he immediately like dropped the american accent started talking started with the middle east actually it sounded kind of russian too which is weird but maybe that's part of the whole secret conspiracy of the whole movie but it's like the second he drops the american accent the guy is immediately suspicious of him because he can't be an american soldier an american commanding officer without being white (laughs) that is problematic sure i mean i don't know much about the military institution and i don't know how the the hierarchy works you know that that could check out i don't know how far we've come as uh as a country but yeah that sounds a bit that that sounds a bit yeah that's 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 not too fantastic that sounds like a wwe film and that it it is it sounds like yeah 
<laughs> so it seems it seems like uh, the champ doesn't really get a lot of airtime, at mm. least from the trailer. It seems like he's kind of not the star of this. He's more of like a supporting guy mm-hmm. because really he's just sort of writhing in agony on the yeah. ground for the majority of the movie. So you're saying Zachary Todd Bryant will be the main character. <laughs> Correct. He's the star of the show here. Uh-huh. Um, but my first thought after watching this trailer is that it reminds me a heck of a lot of another movie mm. um, called Phone Booth. Mm. And the a premise classic. of the movie... Yeah, it's the classic phone booth. Uh, If you haven't seen it, I urge you to go do that. But it's, what's his name? You know, that guy. John Cena. John Cena. Yeah, John Cena. Yeah, yeah. yeah. so so the premise of phone booth is that John Cena is trapped (laughs) in a phone booth. Uh Yes. And there's a guy on the phone with John Cena who is Mm -hmm. also holding him hostage uh, with a sniper rifle somewhere outside of the phone booth. And uh, Mm -hmm. it's Colin Farrell, by the way. Um, So Colin Farrell Farrell is uh, being held inside of a phone booth talking on the phone to a guy who won't let him out or he'll shoot him so this movie the wall is basically phone booth uh in the desert i'm thinking and that Mm -hmm. sounds pretty okay to me it sounds like it's given john cena a lot a lot to work with um it sounds like he can be real emotional and you know like he's staying in one place you have to do a lot of acting like really just Mm. with his eyes and stuff a lot of facial work and uh this could be a big oscar nomination (laughs) (laughs) yeah but i am looking forward to to as tim said uh looking at cena's selling you know that term Mm. range (laughs) what insight of here i I don't know what that means we got a i don't i don't actually know either i'm actually gonna can i can i check your bump card please oren i mean you're not gonna get to use that (laughs) that kind of language unless you have you know been in the biz i was once in king lear and i took a front face bump like as King Lear, so can uh-huh. I use insider terms? This is this is a big pod for you, uh, just humble bragging ASOX. You've got money. Right, you were the king. You've you've tre- you've treaded the boards as a king. Yeah, and you were cast as the king because apparently you have a very noble regal <laughs> air to you. This is just this is a level of confidence that the money has brought you that I wasn't expecting and I'm not comfortable mm-hmm. with. You're just king out of control, socks. man. Yeah, gold king socks. Um, I was so actually I was actually going to go the other way with the John Cena thing. I was wondering so if he's lying on in the sand of a desert for most of the film like i wonder if they've done that just so he could like film it over the course of like a weekend or something if like most of it is just like a stunt double like with his face laying around right away from uh you know jonathan taylor thomas <laughs> one of those bad john cena halloween masks because <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know vince vince can't let john cena just like go for you know extended periods just hang out in the desert with uh, one of the stars of home improvement you know he needs him he needs him selling merch he needs him you know uh, hanging around uh so i wonder i wonder how much of john cena will see i wonder if like it'll be very evident that he really filmed it over the course of a couple of days and that 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 won't impact his performance but you know that was certainly something that came to mind when i saw that he wasn't necessarily the uh, the star of this wwe film well you know i read in variety that <gasps> the way oh they did God. this was uh you know john cena has a reality show uh, yes. somewhat similar to uh stone cold steve austin's broken skull ranch right mm-hmm. where uh he pits athletic people against each other to see who's very strong and cool it's called yes. american grit i know this because one of my friends is will westwater who is on that show once again more bragging socks. jesus, jesus socks. christ sucks i love him he's great watch out for will no well, i hate fuck him. you will <laughs> don't fuck don't say fuck you to will fuck you will will will, will.
We don't want none. We don't. <laughs> Go away. Nope. <laughs> gonna take your ass down to the creek, boy. I don't actually know if he's been announced for the show yet. <laughs> I think he oh, has. So yeah. uh, I think it's past NDA. Sox just broke an NDA. Good job. Yeah. Sox is so I'll addicted to bragging it. now that he's just breaking NDAs. You're going to jail. <laughs> he's going to jail. You're going to jail. Uh, sorry, Aaron. What were you saying before Sox blurted out some some information that he'll have to edit out later? <laughs> yeah, disgusting. Uh, anyway, no. So I'm thinking what happened here, according to my inside sources at Variety Magazine, is that in between uh, filming obstacle courses for Gladi <laughs> whatever, uh, John Cena just kind of laid on the ground in the dirt, and they would film him a little bit, and they spliced in those images of him in the little, you know, the mud obstacle course and whatever. Okay, so it was for the movie. He wasn't just laying in the dirt because it's something he likes to do. Well, he, I mean, maybe he does. I mean, okay. you. I don't think you would choose that life of John Cena's if he didn't like getting in the dirt a little bit. Yeah. Um, but anyway, yeah. So, so I'm pretty sure that's how they did it. That checks a little out. Trickery. You'll you'll kind of you'll see like you'll uh, they'll give it away a little bit because uh, you know you'll see like he's wearing Under Armour or whatever or like you know, what, no what a tap out or whatever that they make him wear mm-hmm. on those shows now to for, with the WWE yeah. tie in. You'll see uh, in the background a girl stumbling over a big tire every <laughs> yeah. once in a while. I'm glad your variety <laughs> subscription paid off. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. that's a hot scoop. Hey, speaking of reality shows, uh, have you guys seen uh, CM Punk in the new <laughs> what is it MTV The Challenge Rival? I don't know what the title of it is, but it's it's, it's something like that. It's I well. Don't it's know. good you've come prepared to discuss this with us. I ha- look. All right. No. No. I watched. I watched almost all of the first episode that he appeared on last night in preparation. And may I say that it was a complete fucking waste of time because he he literally did nothing. Okay. So they introduced like all the so it's like um, regular reality show people uh, against like professionals like sports professionals and they have all these like little uh, vignettes at the start to introduce all these people and CM Punk's is like the only thing he really says is like you know oh I'm a shit talker uh, he then proceeds to literally say nothing for the rest of the episode, just standing there, like looking what grumpy. What if they edited him out? What if they edited him all out? Like he he was like being too wild. I, I, there was absolutely no chance of that. Like he was being so like even when he was doing like the challenge thing, which was to like make your way using ropes across this like a across like a this obstacle course thing. Like he wasn't doing anything fun. He was just being a bit grumpy, being quite sullen, and it was very disappointing. Um, and yeah, I'm kind of I I regret watching it, but they did show like a sneak peek at the end of the episode of like, you know, future episodes. And uh may I say, one of the feuds that I'm most looking forward to in 2017 is um one of the reality show contestants is called uh Johnny Bananas. <laughs> <laughs> and there's a there's a clip of him like you know uh, kind of like getting in Punk's face saying ah oh, you were terrible in UFC you got knocked out in like thirty seconds and like Punk looking quite you know upset and apparently you know getting uh, get, getting quite serious and uh, getting uh, quite unhappy so I'm very excited for the the, the CM Punk Johnny Bananas feud that we've we've got coming but uh, otherwise very disappointing a very disappointing reality TV showing from from CM Punk and uh, yeah he he must try harder he's got to try uh, try and do a better job of that. But hey guys, speaking of reality, speaking of our reality, <laughs> I wanted to I wanted to touch back on something that we did last week and one of our one of the things that we were trying to do, we tried to design a t-shirt for um for Michael Elgin. We tried to we we brainstormed on the show like some of his his favorite things, some of the we reviewed some of the existing designs that he has on Pro Wrestling Tees. And and we came up with, you know, an idea which I thought was actually pretty solid, that I thought was actually gonna really work out. And we we Tim, you came up with a fantastic design, like genuinely better than not just all of Michael Elgin's current designs, but I would say better than like, you know, ninety-nine percent of all the other designs on pro wrestling tees. 
we used the Wrestling on Earth uh, Twitter account to tweet at him. We, you know, we were doing all this work to try and get his attention. You know, we were we had other people, you know, tweeting at him, like you know, saying, <laughs> "Hey, when can we buy this T-shirt?" He never acknowledged us. He never replied to us. I don't know how are you guys feeling. About I felt it? like it was a huge like, failure, an absolute fiasco. <laughs> wow, Tim, I that's. <sighs> I, I, you're being too hard on 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 yourself and on us. I think Tim. I think we had a. Um, I'm gonna put the blame on mostly y'all. That's, all right. That's fine. <laughs> okay. That's all right. I, I take it back. I well, <laughs> I thought you were just being too humble for your own good. Like humble. No, Ricky I Bella, did great. You, and I, I was you... I was awesome at what I did. But like looking at how y'all handled it, I was I was ashamed to be um, any part of it. I've identified some possible issues with how we approached Michael Elgin. Number one. There's the the possibility that he would have been concerned that we were being insincere. Um, I I tried to mitigate that by the usage of emojis, and uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's always a good way to go. <laughs> Aaron, thank you for your help. That so my initial my initial tactic that we kind of worked on was to use the the regular smiley face emoji, and then the the kind of like the flexing bicep emoji. It, it's commonly known as the Dana Brooke combo. It projects like you know positivity but also strength. And mm-hmm. I thought he would have replied to that. He, he, nothing. Uh, Aaron, you came up with the fun idea of having like you know a baseball and like a, a weightlifting guy, like another two of his favorite things. Mm-hmm. We tried that a little nothing. more specific. Yeah, nope. yeah, yeah. We th- we thought okay, we'll kind of we'll we'll show that we care enough about him to kind of do some actual you know re- research on what kind of emojis to use, and nothing, no- nothing happened. I worried that maybe it was like you know the there was the feature of a crown on the T-shirt. Maybe he's just so sensitive about crowns that um, he would not be okay with that. Um, I I don't know. I will say that um, we we okay. So we were tweeting at him from the Wrestling on Earth Twitter account later in the week while speaking to our friend Joey, who's come up a few times. He's kind of mentioned. He kind of mentioned. Oh yeah. Um, I was thinking that maybe you know you guys shouldn't have been using the Wrestling on Earth account because uh, there was that one time I did an article about him, which he probably. <laughs> remembers i looked up this article which was published back in let's see when is this from this was back from november the 2nd 2014 uh the title of the uh, article so it's from a feature that joey used to do called like seven things which is just like seven things about any given topic uh this one was the seven most asinine things michael elgin said <laughs> <laughs> Um, and this came out shortly after he was like he had like been bickering with Ring of Honor and he did like a shoot interview of High Spots where he just basically said a bunch of really stupid stuff. There was a very low time in his career. <laughs> yeah, this is like the downtime of Michael Elgin's career. Yeah, this is like really the embarrassing part of it. The the baseball era, as I like to call it. The, <laughs> this is yeah the baseball era of Michael Elgin's career. Uh, and I can actually say, I can read you out the seven most asinine things about Michael Elgin just to kind of like you know make up for uh, <laughs> make up for for the uh, the failure of him to really acknowledge us. Uh, number number seven, he said people like to just get butt hurt. That's in our society. Mm, number true. six, and this is definitely a lie, by the way. I don't get offended very easily. I'm not insecure. <laughs> <laughs> I've ne- that's like the biggest lie I've ever seen in my life. Uh, number five is groceries are really expensive in Canada. That's, that's just not true. They're as expensive as they are anywhere else. Number four, I sell more in PWG. I again, that's kind of you know his his in ring work. I don't think that's true. I think he's pretty much the same everywhere. 
Uh, any comment involving Adam Cole? So in the interview, he's got like a very infer- he's got like an inferiority complex around Adam Cole. So he gets very spiky <laughs> whenever Adam Cole, Cole gets brought up, because I think Adam Cole kind of broke out in a way that Michael Elgin uh, definitely didn't. Uh, he does a lot of tobacco. So, so he does like the gross like tobacco chewing thing. So he kind of spits a lot. So that was kind Very of like good back then. I don't know. remember. This was 2014. This is 2014. Yeah, we don't want to slander him and say you know that he isn't doing that anymore. And then the final one is. Uh, <laughs> What if someone from ROH was good enough to be in MLB? WWE promotes Brock's UFC history. So this is him trying to promote himself as like, you know, the the breakout um, cross. Like he tried to be a baseball, like a major league baseball player. And this was based on um, ROH used to do these like shows in the Brooklyn minor league baseball stadium. And I think before one of them, they were just like throwing balls around and Michael Elgin like happened to hit a home run off one of these balls. And that was kind of incentive enough for him to think, oh, I can be just a, I can just be a baseball player now. <laughs> <laughs> so he was very into this idea of like being a, 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 a cross, a cross sports athlete. Uh, but that, that never happened. So it didn't work out. Fuck you, Michael Elgin. Um, you didn't deserve Jeez. that design anyway. Well, it's like, it's his fault. He's an asshole. He, he, he could have had an amazing shirt. <laughs> he design. has a lot of fans. And he he has good matches under his belt. He's not He's my a... cup of tea. I find him kind of annoying and lame. <laughs> but yeah. you know he has a lot of fans, so he's doing something right. Even though I think I, it's it... a lot of people falling for his pandering bullcrap and stuff like oh, that. But... He panders to everyone else except for us. It's such bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> it's so You're annoying. Right. He should just be pandering to us. I'm so fucking sick of this bullshit. Yeah, he's why he panders to everyone, every other asshole on, on Twitter, <laughs> but not us. It's such bullshit. It's so annoying. So did he pander to that one shrimp place? <laughs> Tom just wants attention, and it's fine. Jimmy seafood. I do want attention. Jimmy seafood. You know what? I bet he does. I bet he does. I'm gonna have to. Oh, yeah. Let me just. I'll just do a very quick check. But yeah, if if you guys have any other. If you want to dunk on Michael Elgin some more, then you know, feel free to join in. You know, you can let out your uh, your frustrations. Tim, you seem to you seem to not be too upset about it, Tim. So that's good. So, Tim, what do you think of this? How about sort of like a reverse psychology approach, where you would just slap like a red circle with a line through it through your design? <laughs> do you think he would bite on that? Because maybe maybe he feeds off of negative energy, and we gave him too much positive energy. Yeah, that is an idea. Now, if it's an idea we want to touch and feel that shame again, <laughs> I'm not sure. See, personally, I think he doesn't like us. So if we did that and we yeah. like did the the circle cross through on it, let's just make a bunch of like fake accounts and then just tweet <laughs> that at him a whole bunch of times. <laughs> that works. That's the yeah. healthy way to go about it. Yes. Yeah. Let's make a fake account that has the wrestling on. Earth logo on a t-shirt with a circle and a line through it. Let's quit, <laughs> let's, let's quit our jobs. Let's, yeah, let's, get let's sit around all day making uh-huh. new new accounts and just bombard them <laughs> with it 24-7. We'll, we'll get sleep schedules. You know what? Let's rent out a call center and take shifts in it. We'll all move to the same town uh-huh. mm. and we'll just take shifts working in this warehouse night and day, creating mm-hmm. fake accounts like the Russians do. And, oh, and eventually, maybe five or six years in, if we're lucky and we play our cards right, he will respond to one of our tweets. And it'll be all worth it. Um, you know, mm-hmm. I th- so I think if we ever do this again, I think we just need to come up with a Twitter account that is like, you know, Super Cool <laughs> Designs Inc. or something with no association to a website which oh, man. beat him up before and we'll, we'll be fine. We'll, well, we can figure this out. We can figure Let's this make out. up a fake designer, like an actual hmm. de- like person. 
Yeah, that works. Well, what's a, what's a wrestling t-shirt designer name? What's like? <laughs> it has to have like one insider term in it. Mark for life. Mark for, <laughs> Mark for life. We could just borrow Ryback. Ryback could represent us <laughs> with his award-winning character Mark for life. <sighs> anyway, that was the saga of the Michael Elgin t-shirt. Didn't work out this time, but you know, maybe sometime in the future we'll we'll uh, be able to do it again. Well, yeah, we'll let Michael Elgin know. We all had fun. Yeah, we did. Except for yeah. Tim. Except for Tim. Except for Tim. Except for Tim, who's now very upset. <laughs> and uh, is is going to have to go through counseling to get over this. Right? It's, true. Yeah. it's true. It's true. I'll get over it one day. Also, I, I can confirm that Michael Elgin has tweeted at Jimmy's Seafood a lot in very what just pandering ways. Just like, of course. Here's, here's his most recent one. Of course. Got room for another wrestler on the team. I love your food <laughs> and hate preparing my own. He's so fuck Michael Elgin. He's, he's, he's now the enemy. Uh, but you know what? No, we're not upset Holy about shit. it. So I've heard, I, I, I want you guys to kind of help me out here, because I've heard, and I don't know if this is true or not, that uh, the popular weekly wrestling show NXT has become a show that's been worth watching again. I have not watched NXT, I would say, for about 18 months, a year, 18 months, like, in, in that kind of ballpark. It's been, it's been a, a pretty long while. It's probably since before, like, you know, the 2016 WrestleMania. Um have you guys been watching NXT? Have you? If we can do some wrestling talk, is it good again? Is it worth watching? Like, I enjoy the takeovers, but is the weekly Give show... Give us a chance to answer. I'm just, Look, I'm just setting the stage. I'm setting the table right now. I Just let me set the table, and then you, you can pull the... You set fucking, the table, no, you, took table. The sil- you put the silverware down, then you took it off and put it down again. I didn't! <laughs> I put it down, and then I found a candelabra, and I put a candelabra down, and then I found a bowl of fake fruit, which is not necessary, but it helps. I'm just setting the it's scene. It's delicious. It is delicious. It's It's, it looks real it just looks real is that is that convincing uh no tell me tim have you do you watch nxt are you watching the weekly show i have been is it good um i got really off of it like you know um pre-wrestlemania because it had gotten really boring like they weren't even trying to make characters or anything yeah um but yeah ever since you know like the the reimagining or whatever where they got the new belts and all that it's been pretty it's it's been the best WWE show on TV to me. Oh wow! Yeah, it's been pretty consistently good. Like they at least have one good match on each show. Yeah, which is mm-hmm. nice. Yeah, one good match. Um, they're trying with characters. Like they've been doing. Uh, they did two little uh, documentaries for uh, Roderick Strong to give him some you know mm-hmm. background because that's mm-hmm. what he was missing, and it's been really yeah. awesome. Were they were they good documentaries? Because I I have never particularly liked or cared about Roderick Strong well. and I, I'm i ready for some of that little sign- signature uh, Vince McMahon Look, magic it's very easy to, to not like Roderick Strong but he, <laughs> <It is. laughs> he's a very good wrestler it comes extremely naturally to to dislike him as, as a person I think but uh, alright that sounds pretty yeah. good well they've made a good effort to humanize him is what I would say yeah they really did like right, because he is extremely unlikable he looks mm. like a car salesman or he works at <laughs> Xfinity wireless yeah. selling you a cell phone. But no, he seems like a nice guy, I guess. So. I can so imagine him in like one of those polo shirts with a logo on it, just like you know, coming up to you and just saying, he belongs hey, man. In one. He does. That should be his character. That'd just be so good. That just he looks so natural. Just this little shithead who comes up to you and just is completely inauthentic and yeah, well, I, this I know maybe the videos are doing the opposite of this and making him seem you know like not that kind of shithead. Um, what are they doing with old old Cassius Ono? Is he because he's one where I I kind of assumed that he'd just be coming in and he'd immediately like be the biggest deal. Is he is he a big deal or is that what's going on there? Well, they put a shirt on him. 
Yeah. They, so yeah, there's that. That's a shame. Are they tucking that shirt in? It's not a shirt we designed, unfortunately. Uh, that was a shame. Yeah. Are they, it's, it's like a basketball jersey, so are they have, making him tuck it into his pants? No, what, they, what they've done is they've made him make it a, a huge singlet. Oh. And yeah, it's like sewn together with the uh, really? tights. <laughs> is, it re- is it really kind of like sewn into the, his tights now, the, the shirt? Yeah, it's like a, yeah. it's, it's like a Vader thing. It's like, it's like mm. exactly like, um, Big Show in WCW, where it's just the yeah. one strap. <laughs> I well, but it's two straps, right? No, it's just one. They made him take off a strap. No, too. that's come on, no, come on. You're just you're just playing games now. It's strapless, actually. Well, all right, so I will I will try and check old NXT. Out. It's just covering his stomach. <laughs> okay, it's a cummerbund. It's a girdle. <laughs> oh jeez, come on, guys, come on. But hey, NXT talk. Speaking of NXT, do you know what the <laughs> what the NXT next of evolution in terms of snack consumption is that we were told to do? That was tenuous, but I think I got there. You good? You good? All right. So we who was it that told us to eat frozen Doritos? Uh, Tanner on Twitter. All right, Tanner. And we did he give us any reasons as to why, or did he just told us? To he do said it? he's heard. I think he said he's heard people say it was good or something. So but. he, we've got no confirmations that he actually did this himself. Tom. Absolutely zero. (laughs) (laughs) We're just doing this on the (laughs) podcast. Yeah, it could be. He just started his own podcast, so it could be a way to um, sabotage us. We'll have to see. I worry that this is a dangerous precedent. No, no, no. This is a good test case. This is is good because now if someone really wants to know, they have this important research information that they can (laughs) reference. But this is setting a dangerous precedent because this is like saying, hey, um, if you guys, you just have to message us to do something and we'll do it. Apparently, is, is this the message that we're sending in? <laughs> we're clowns. We're your we're clowns. clowns. Yeah. We're like the Roomba of the internet. You just press a button and we do it. All right. Well, mine are in the freezer right now. Should we go get our Doritos right now? We've guys? all got our Doritos prepared. Uh, let's go grab those. Right all right. Let's do all it. right. guys we're back it's frozen dorito time because apparently if you tell us to do something then we do it regardless <laughs> of whether it's a good idea or not um you guys all got your bags of doritos handy sure do uh, uh sure do bag is is funny all right i don't like socks's socks's reply has me suspicious in a way that i'm not comfortable socks with. has a secret so here's the thing here's the thing you guys wanted to do frozen doritos oh no and I went to the grocery store to try and, like, get some Doritos real quick, and then I spotted something mm-hmm. over in the frozen food section, and I have just sent you guys a picture of what I have purchased. No. <laughs> <Which> <laughs> You're one? a monster! I've had oh, those. no. I've had those. They're Doritos loaded. Uh, they're, mm-hmm. like, frozen things that you're supposed to heat up, but I've decided not to heat them up. Oh, <gasps> boy. This is the best. You're not gonna... This is a bad idea. Are you... Go- what? Oh. No. <laughs> This is, we, we, this is mm. a one-up. 
right here. Yeah, this, this is a this is a this is a real pivot. Socks, you're out of control. Yeah, this is. Are you gonna eat one of those things just raw? Socks. I'm gonna I'm gonna eat them just like you guys are gonna eat your Doritos. Oh, we've turned into Joey's World Tour. We're just like a <laughs> fucking. <laughs> <laughs> We're just the crazy people on YouTube just to eat crazy things. We're like, who's who's that guy who ate to- toilet roll and drank whole <laughs> bottles of whiskey in one go? Do you remember that guy? Oh no, I don't think I can go straight through these. That's like I frozen mean, solid cheese. Yeah, I don't know if you're gonna be able to bot through that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's gonna be rough, man. I'm gonna give it. I'm gonna try. I'm gonna try. <sighs> it's just gonna be like an ice pop with cheese <laughs> and dust around the side. I can't wait. This is gonna uh, be just, nasty. Just in case it gets to the point where like I le- legitimately cannot eat these, I did get a test bag. I did get an extra bag of Oreos. All right. That is a. Uh, that is spicy sweet chili flavored. I don't know what that is. I've never had it before. That's a good one. That's a good spicy one. sweet chili. Okay. Nice. Uh, so, Socks, you've got your Doritos loaded and spicy sweet chili red- regular Doritos. Uh, Orin, what mm-hmm. kind of uh, Doritos do you have? I'm working with Cool Ranch. Cool Ranch, the classic. The classic. Mm. Uh, Tim, what do you got going on there? I got, are y'all ready for this? Mm-hmm. Yes, please. Blazing mm-hmm. Buffalo and Ranch. Oh, nice. Nice. The new kid on the block. Uh, and I have Doritos Nacho Cheese. The, the, the refined gentleman yeah, of the got, uh, Doritos We got a world. good variety. Yeah, we know what we're doing. All right, I'm going to pour mine out into a bowl. <laughs> <laughs> this this is a bowl mug purchased at Dollywood, just so you guys know. I think that kind of adds some context to the kind of person I am. I'm a classy guy. Mine are ready for eating, so you guys just let me know when you're ready to right. get to crunching. Okay. Yep, I'm ready. You guys ready? Right. Everyone first bite. All right. Three. Okay. Ready? Ready? <laughs> Everyone ready? Ready. It's ready. So I'm gonna get. Hey, Tom. Can you ask me if I'm ready real fast, just individually? Are you? Can you confirm whether you're ready real fast, Tim? That's the bigger question. I can confirm. Okay. All right. Ready. Three, two, one. Mm, I did bite through it. Oh. <laughs> I did bite through it. About, mm. At what point did you regret it? I don't, so far, it's just like a really cold Dorito. Mmm. Mm. These are just regular Doritos. Mm. These are just like I think they're slightly crunchier. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Is now the time to tell everybody that I can't stand to hear people eat into a mic? <laughs> You've listened to it before, man. We had my cheesecake episode. All right, I'm gonna take a second bite. Um. Yeah, these are just slightly crunchier than usual. This is um. <laughs> but, but, uh, I don't know. With mine, there's a there's a spiciness that mixed with the the coldness, and it's uh, oh, yeah? messing my world up here. Oh really? In a that sounds interesting. That's a pleasant surprise. In a fun way? Are you enjoying it? It's the taste mixed with the, the cold. I don't know. I like it. Mm. I enjoy it. So, that sounds alright. I got a good I... bit of cheese. Oh. Mm. I Are you wanna... struggling over there? I'm not enjoying Sucks' thing. A little. A little. I, the, there, here's a nice little chunk here. Let's go for that. Oh. A nice little chunk. Mm. This does There's not sound nice promising. about that chunk. Describe, mm. describe, mm. The, describe the chunk to us. Tell us what's going on there, Socks. Is you just... I think the chunk was just like a pocket of bread. Oh. So it was just like Doritos dust and breading flavor? And some pretty fucking solid cheese. Have you gotten through any of the cheese? Yeah, I got through it. It's just... It's a, it's, it's a lot to take. Now, is there is there some sort of uh, literature on the back of this package that says do not consume uh, raw? 
I'm wondering. Yeah, I'm, assuming, I'm assuming it's fine because it's just cheese. Yeah, you're fine. You'd be surprised. No, we're not. We're not gonna be surprised. Um, well, I'm gonna take another bite while I'm reading this. All right, that sounds good. <laughs> so I gotta say, like, oh god, no, oh god, I don't mm-hmm. like this. <laughs> I got to the center of one of them. Gosh, this might get us rid of socks. Yeah, this is <laughs> this is it. So we need a new audio editor. So if you if you have <clears throat> skills, please apply. Uh, socks, are you okay there? How's that cheese? <clears throat> Oh, you just How do you like think a... the Roomba is going to react to his dead body on the ground? It's probably going to suck him on up. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> just Put take him, him in down. the toilet. Yeah. <laughs> and do his happy song. <laughs> this is it for Socks. Oh, boy. I, yeah, I can just hear you like gnawing on it like a dog, Socks, just making those growling noises. And, <laughs> and it's doing things for me, but... I don't know if it sounds good. It says you're not supposed to thaw it when you put it in the oven. Like, you have to put it in, just go. You have to go for it. No problem. Okay, so you put it in your oven, uh, ice cold, <laughs> so that works out. Yeah. No, no. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> no thawing. Did you, did you enjoy the experience, Socks? I'm not finished with the first one. Let's, you can be finished if that's okay. Yeah. Mm. I'm not finishing my bag of Doritos. I'm just—I had a couple. I, oh yeah, I had two. Like, I'm good to go. I'm—I'm I'm over it. Mm-hmm. So the nacho mm-hmm. dust keeps getting into my throat. Yeah, and that's not a great experience. That'll happen. Maybe just stick your head in the bag and inhale. <laughs> 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 I got like one more bite left in this, and I think that's gonna be it. All right, like I was playing earlier, but that—that that sounded distressing. Yeah, <laughs> that sounds... one noise was uh, a little worrisome. <laughs> There, there were, yeah, there were two or three noises that Socks was making, which I, I was not enjoying. <laughs> All right, last bite. All right. This takes a while to get down. Yep. <laughs> there we go. Uh. So tonight on the podcast, <clears throat> Socks free based Dorito dust. <laughs> mm-hmm. hey, that's that's a great gimmick for a wrestler. <laughs> <laughs> Just taking a big old huff. Mm. You get through that sucks. Oh, I had a wet sound. Yeah, can, can we not do wet sounds? I'm trying not to do wet sounds. Like I understand you're probably dying yeah. or whatever, but just don't <laughs> let me hear wet sounds. Okay, that was one Doritos loaded, uh, frozen, completely raw. Mm-hmm. Not yeah. the mm-hmm. worst thing I put in my mouth. Yeah, definitely not like something i'd want to do again but i would do it again i will say this is also not what we were asked to do this is something <laughs> you did on your own volition and this is, yeah this is this is something you came up with um and we're not liable this here. is like extra credit that you're doing and i don't think but no one's going to give you the credit for it this is but just you see i took the concept of frozen doritos and like punched it up a little bit like give give you guys the old one up the old yes and <laughs> you i I'm, i don't know <laughs> i feel like you just kind of stamped on the concept and just made it just kind of warped it into something that you know <laughs> you you wanted to make but i don't know if anyone else was happy about it Thank <sighs> you, well thanks tanner Thanks Maybe Sauce will get Appreciate an MTV that. show now yeah. or something. I don't know. Finally, it's all I've wanted. Uh, all right. Well, that was the Dr- frozen Dorito segment. Um, yeah, we got to. Yeah, we got to eat a slightly colder <laughs> snack, and Sauce got to be a fucking monster. So I guess every, hey. everyone, everyone won there. It's just like any other one. <laughs> so speaking of listeners uh, uh, communicating with us and telling us to do stupid things and just wanting to you know reach out in general hey do we have some questions this week socks what's going on there yeah we we do have emails email we have emails we don't just have emails though do we we've got emails and tweets yeah, we got questions we got emails and tweets we have yeah people are just clamoring for our attention 
They're very needy. <laughs> I love it. This is exactly what I wanted. You can email us at wrestlingonair at gmail.com yeah. or tweet at the hashtag AskWOA or just like tweet whenever we make the tweet, whenever yeah. we record this thing. You don't, yeah. You don't necessarily have to use the hashtag, but it, it helps you if can. you can. It's fun. Like, that's what we have it for. Yeah. Yeah. Our first. It's, it's, a, it's a good time. Oh, go ahead. No, I said it's a good time. It's fun to use the hashtag. I was just finishing up and moving on to you. It's your turn, socks. All right, fucking thank you. You're welcome. Can, can you please uh, <laughs> gather yourself and uh, get this show on the road? Our first question comes from Tara. Thank mm-hmm. you, Tara. Tara, thank Tara you. Tara asks, "Would Eva Marie be able to recognize her entrance music if you played it for her?" <laughs> Love the show. <laughs> That's an excellent question. So this is a good question because it's 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 regarding like Eva Marie's senses, and <laughs> is it about her senses or about her intellect? Like, are we questioning whether she is able to distinguish different sounds, or is it more about <laughs> her memory and her ability to remember like you know specific patterns of sounds that she would be able to identify as her music? I think all of these things, all of the above. Uh, yeah, we have to evaluate each uh, on their own. I think no. I think she would hear her music and think it was Fandango's. <laughs> that's that's my immediate assumption. I think that this is a problem that she had in the past, and that is why mm-hmm. they gave her the announcer. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that makes a lot of sense, yeah, yeah. They, they found a neat way to overcome it. She's just hanging out at Gorilla, ready to go. Yeah. And she wasn't going when her music started. <laughs> they've, got, they've gotten her to the point where she can definitely recognize when they say her name. So <laughs> they, that's why they got the announcer. So she knows her name, but the music was still mm-hmm. proven to be a problem. Yeah, I think that sounds fair, yeah. That's when her tail starts wagging, is when she hears her name. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, I can get it. Okay. Yeah, uh, Tim, do you have any thoughts? <laughs> no, i got nothing. But if nothing? I made that joke, right. Slocks would be editing that out next week before it came out no it's not sexist it was oh little... no it was great it was it's not sexist. sexist it wasn't sexist. i went nuts for it it was yeah. good it was yeah, <laughs> yeah it's like, said that's it's how you okay. tell <laughs> said it's okay too. yeah no i was more implying that she was also an anthropomorphic dog oh so she's an anamorph okay i didn't catch yeah. that you're right that's you're fine. right totally yeah yeah <laughs> everyone's on board with that <laughs> Good Did question. Y'all, like, do y'all know how fucked up the animorphs are? They're real messed up. They're real messed up. They went up some. They went to some dark places in in those books. <laughs> okay, we should re- we should read another question <laughs> before we talk about animorphs. Mm-hmm. We have a we have one here from someone who wanted to remain anonymous, titled <gasps> Bull Dempsey Scoop. What? Yeah, I'm boy. excited. For- wait, wait. So he wants to remain anonymous. Should we take a pledge just to guarantee his anonymity? Uh, no, no genders. Don't say genders. Or her anonymity? That's, no, that's that's also a gender. We already had we already had a question from a, a female uh, uh, listener, so I assume that the next one will be from a male listener or a female listener. <laughs> His or her anonymity. I can't say that word at all. You can just say they. All right, they. They wanted to remain anonymous. All right, that's fine. Bull Dempsey Scoop sounds like a kitty litter. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That'd be a good. That'd be a good opportunity for him to branch out. Our uh, our anonymous tipster says this scoop regards one WWE in quotes Bull Dempsey. <gasps> Two Summer Slams ago, my wife and I traveled New York, and I happened to book a room in the same hotel where NXT talent would be staying. It was mostly a positive experience. Blake and Murphy held the door for us, and I rode in an elevator with Jushin Liger. That sounds really cool. After TakeOver, we visited the hotel bar for dinner and a few drinks. WWE and NXT superstars including Braun Strowman, Dolph Ziggler, Dana Brooke, and Mark Henry started coming into the bar and sitting in a curtained-off area in the back. I am no disrespectful pig. 
So I kept my eyes trained on my pulled pork sandwich. <laughs> other fans other fans were not so considerate, yep. including one very enthusiastic woman in full-page ring gear cosplay mm-hmm. who posted up near the curtain to sneak a peek at the talent. <sighs> oh my goodness. The real... The real Bull James came out from behind the <laughs> curtain to chat with the fans. <laughs> After a few minutes, he asked them, looking directly at the page cosplayer in particular, and asked if they wanted to party. <laughs> page girl shook her head, waved her hands in an X pattern in front of her, and left. <laughs> Man, that's a comprehensive shutdown. That's like not just like verbal. That's like very clear gestures saying, "No, I don't want any part of you, Bull Dempsey." Gosh, like, jeez! Like the the only like way to go further than that is like if she had like sirens or something, just saying like definitely not. Oh man. <laughs> You know, we've Sorry, all had Twitter sense. and followed wrestlers for a long time on there, but I don't think anybody has actually been as embarrassing as Bull Dempsey <laughs> no. his whole he, entire career. He, he's yeah. he's been astonishing. He's I I wish I wasn't blocked by him because he he's fun to uh, <laughs> it's fun to just like see him chart the depths of of, of like you know his <laughs> his his little saga, just like how far he can go down. Oh man. <laughs> was, was there any more socks, or was that the, the end of the... Uh, the oh, no, the that's it. The, that's it. The, the anonymous mystery scooper. Oh, it does say mystery scoop man, so we can't imply there gender. There we go. See? It's okay to imply gender. If anything, it's yeah. preferred. It's good. Always, <laughs> always anything, assume... This email here taught us it's that it's okay to do that. Exactly. Always assume that everyone's a man. That's the, that's the, <laughs> that's the, that's the message of this story. Uh, and that man <sighs> will be a disgusting pervert who wants to party with page cosplayers. But um, not today, oh, baby. Boy. Oh, jeez. Well, thank you for the email, though. My our, our mystery yeah, guest. That was that great. Was, was very good. I loved it. Yeah, it was, it was a really good story. Thank mm-hmm. you. What was uh when when Bull, De- when Bull Dempsey got a uh, release? What was that tweet he made where he put all of the uh, the company's names? Oh yeah. Do you remember that? God. Yeah, yeah, I remember it. He was doing like you know, what's NXT for me? I might go to a Ring of Honor or a New Japan play. It was so embarrassing. Oh god, he was trying to be cryptic, but it was so bad. Yeah, <laughs> it was awful. Oh god, what, what yeah, is like, he doing now? He's an like, ROH. What is Bull Dempsey doing? Really? Yeah, he's getting an action figure. Well, no, he's not. Is he still in ROH though? Because he did a few matches, but he wasn't on the show I went to, and I. I don't know if he's still. I don't know what he's up to, really. He was an ROH at least. I don't, he's just living that life. He's he's there. <laughs> he got his ROH money and ran. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's made it. <laughs> oh dear. I got one more email here from Oren, and it says the subject is actually a good question, and it is just our Oren that is on the podcast <laughs> who sent us me. a screen cap of a tweet someone else sent her, mm-hmm. which says. Not going to email or use the hashtag to get my question in, so mm. please write this down. Hey, I respect it. Who are the sleeper best social media follows in WWE? And I think that's a good question. It is. It is a good question. <laughs> that's why you emailed it to us. Yeah. Can I take a moment just to give this guy a big fuck you, though? For, no. Uh, <laughs> no, I, no. He didn't want to play any of your corporate games, and I, I love it's it. It's not... I wouldn't you, want to do you either. Just, I don't... Uh, yeah, well... I, I have a million questions hmm. for a million of the podcasts I listen to. 
but I'm not going to yeah. hashtag. I'm not going to email. I'm not going to do that. Okay. So are you saying that this guy is probably just bashful like you are and he's too scared <laughs> to put himself out there? No, he's standing up for what he believes in. He's not. He's not. He just doesn't want to be part of our I fun fo- community. I follow him. I saw this question. I'm like, yeah, that's a good question. You know? You like, should unfollow <laughs> him. You should unfollow him. No, I, like, I refuse. This is bullshit. Uh, Tim, should I follow him? You should actually, yes. Okay, I will. Yeah. Thank he's, you. He's a good follow, but he is, uh, in this case, I believe, acting too cool for school yeah uh, he, i love does it. he think he is it's ridiculous anyway he was he was cool enough for my school he's <laughs> and, and guess what and guess what summer's almost here yeah well you guys are gonna have to keep going to school in summer because you're not getting the grades <laughs> and i'm gonna tell your mother about this <laughs> we didn't have any teachers i couldn't afford them <laughs> oh, okay it's just like a lunch lady uh that was a good question though thank you fucking asshole who doesn't thinks he's too uh, good was, for us that was at oatgan on twitter yeah i know who it was i don't want to give him the publicity i've been <laughs> thinking about this ever since he tweeted mm. but it, and it made me realize i don't like any wrestlers on twitter nowadays <laughs> hardly except for like chuck taylor yeah yeah and trent and you follow a lot of them as well Tim. yeah no i like to have my finger on the pulse yeah you know, as, as the <laughs> as the resident wrestling fanatic yeah. The, the only last, the last real wrestling critic around. Yeah, yeah. I like to be able to see everything, but yeah, like most wrestlers, I find completely obnoxious. Yep. Or they're pandering to a certain audience that I think's kind of lame and embarrassing. That isn't us. Yeah. I just don't know. I just don't know. Yeah. And I can't think of anybody. Chuck Taylor and Trent are great ones. I mean, they're kind of they're fantastic. They're just, but like, they're not sleepers. Everybody knows that. They're not. No. Yeah. They're just like yeah. They're high profile. In fact, I would say they're woke <laughs> they're not sleepers i would say they're woke enough to not be woke they're post woke you know what i mean i know what you mean i know what you're doing post woke they're post woke <laughs> uh how about you aaron you, you follow a lot of these these the wrestlers on all kinds of social media you, you keep tabs on them are there any good ones i do okay so one of my favorite sleepers is emma really yeah <laughs> i'm really glad you brought her up if you if you just scroll down emma's feed you won't see much where the good action is is in her replies um <laughs> go to emma's replies and just keep looking mm-hmm. and looking because all you're gonna see is emma hitting up restaurants um and uh <laughs> yeah basically just restaurants and bars and uh uh amusement parks for free shit and mm-hmm. she's super super <laughs> super good at it she gets all sorts of free shit on twitter um, uh-huh. That's really yeah. Good. So what she'll do is she will tweet at a restaurant and say, "Hmm, sure, looking forward to having brunch today." <laughs> <laughs> That's a perfect accent as well. At brunch place, and yeah. then they will respond and say, "Can't wait to have you." And about five yeah. hours later, Emma will tweet a picture of her eating brunch at the brunch place with a little thank you for the place that gave yeah. her the food. Or she'll do it. Or she'll do it instagram video with with the at of the place and all that kind of like advertising <laughs> yes goes. she Man. is a wizard at free shit so she's living that's, right. that's, that's my good. sleeper pick for best social media follow well yeah that's like that's more that's less of a follow and more like i'm gonna sit down and read this for a little bit the good afternoon for me yeah that takes some research you know you have to yeah. kind of like seek that out yeah, a little bit but that's a little footwork but it's rewarding yeah it sounds worth it yeah i think mustafa ali is genuinely a really good follow yeah he's good because, yeah i like him that, he, that's he goes yeah he goes out of his way to really call out a lot of bullshit mm-hmm. which i'm really into yeah uh, it's yeah. it's it's really nice I like it when people do that yeah it, it's really nice because he is in the wwe sphere and you kind of expect every single one of them to be very like not 
not that engaged with fans, but enough to be like, haha, they, thank you, like, I'll, I'll fucking tweet at you once. But he, like, genuinely engages with people, mm. especially people who tweet really, really racist shit at him, mm. and just calls <laughs> them the fuck out. Mm. And it's so great. Yeah. It's fantastic. Yeah. I also, I, I also really like uh, Asuka, because she will just oh, yes. constantly, <laughs> she will just constantly retweet gifts of her doing cool shit yeah. Yeah. <laughs> which is always really entertaining and then she'll post or, pictures or of she'll her. tweet a picture and Tom will DM me is this a thirst trap <laughs> oh, that's right I did do that one time that was yeah a lot of Asuka's uh, tweets are like you know her just like playing around with English but one time she just posted what seemed to be just a sexy snap like a sexy selfie <laughs> And I, uh, Tim knows more about you know the the young people's things than me. And I was like, Tim, is this one of those first traps you've been talking about? And I think I think Tim confirmed that it was. <laughs> it definitely was. Yeah, <laughs> she is. Yeah, it's been fun watching her evolve on like you know uh, American social media to uh, <laughs> to, to that yeah, point. She's real fun. She's she is, fun, she is yeah. a real good follow. I yeah. also really fucking like Rusev a lot. Oh, he's so good. Oh yeah, Rusev yeah. is fantastic. But I think I think he's less of a sleeper and more like one of those top tier people with like Chuck and yeah. Chuck and uh, and Trent and Kevin Owens. Yeah, he's a good stuff. Yeah, it's fantastic. Uh, do we have any more questions? Because we don't. You can't just send us uh, questions on email. You can send them on uh, Twitter as well. So do we? Ha- do we have Twitter questions? Sucks. Yeah, we do. Oh my god. Are you ready for them? Ready. Yes, please. Our first Twitter question comes in from RJ, our friend Ruben. Mm-hmm. Ruben mm-hmm. J five two nine seven on Twitter, uh-huh. and Ruben asks. Are Brie Bella's <laughs> get it out? Are Brie Bella's abs ruined forever? <laughs> Thank you, RJ, for for asking this question. This is this is one that we've been. Also, Aaron, you kind of like saw this, and maybe you wanted to kind of take us through like the uh, the adventure that you've been going on with with Brie Bella's yeah, abs. I'd be honored to. First of all, RJ, I screamed when I saw this question. Thank you so much. <laughs> <laughs> because because this story has consumed my life for the past two days yeah. and I can't get over yeah. it. So here's the thing. Uh, e! News, number one source of information on the Bella Twins, um, mm-hmm. posted an article on their website that uh, is talking with uh, Nikki about her experience as a new aunt and how Brie Bella had to have a C-section after a very long and intense labor. That's all fine. Mm -hmm. Uh, More power to her, whatever gives her a healthy baby. But at the end of the article, and I will read it, I have it pulled up in front of me. (laughs) It says, okay, from Nikki, quote, she tried to go natural and it was like eight or 10 hours into it and had to get an epidural and then in the end had to get a C-section. Nikki said, her abs were too tight. Go figure. <laughs> Leave it to the WWE superstar. Abs too tight. And that's the end of the article. <laughs> oh my god. So, it's just like... <laughs> what on earth does she mean by this? Alright, so the immediate thing confusing to me was like, she's kind of boasting about how tight and like, you know, toned, you know, what a big deal these abs are. These are apparently just fucking impenetrable abs. Mm-hmm. If that was the case, then, like, how would a C-section even be feasible? Like, you know, because wouldn't, like, the, it'd be just so toned down there, mm-hmm. just be so much muscle definition, oh, man. that you'd just, you'd have to take a fucking, like, chainsaw or yeah. something to, to those abs to get through. The scalpel like, is just bouncing off. It's just... Yeah. It just, like, how would that work? I, 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 I yeah, yeah, like, I don't claim to, like, none of us, I don't think, claim to be doctors. Um, is that is that true? None of us? No one's a doctor on this podcast. Tim? Not... Not on weekdays. <laughs> Not currently. Tim was 
there was an incident. Yeah. So I I don't know exactly. I don't know the ins and outs of like you know birthing, but I think that Nikki is even more confused about the whole process by the sounds of it. Right. So I, I, you yeah, can take I it in a couple of directions, right? You can yeah. say that the abs were so tight that it was literally gripping the child inside of Bree's stomach and preventing the oh, baby from yeah. coming out. Right. Sure. It's just it's like a steel cage around this little baby. <laughs> yeah, like a bear trap. Right. So then that's that's one way the abs could be too tight. So then the uh-huh. other way is the way you just highlighted, which is that they're trying to cut the baby out in a C section and there the scalpel is just flying off of these steel abs. <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah. Just, <laughs> it's just not, just not happening. It's not happening. It's bending. It just bent. They shoved it down, it just bent. Right. They they bring yeah. in like a welder and shit and nothing is helping. <laughs> <laughs> so the third option and the one after thinking long and hard about this the option that i think is what nikki meant is the most mm-hmm. terrible <clears throat> option of all which is oh, that no. nikki is making a jab at the fact that due to her having a c-section Bree's abs are now ruined mm. oh no mm-hmm she was saying the yeah. abs were too tight. Yeah. No. And now they're not. So now she's won. Right. She this is this is like this is Nikki has has succeeded yeah. as the the the, the, the twin <laughs> mm-hmm. who is both the most intelligent twin and now yeah, has the tightest abs. <laughs> the tightest abs for life. You know is that? Yeah. Jeez. Yeah. Nikki is just being humble again. <laughs> <laughs> she's just telling it like it is. She's just laying it down. Jeez, man. Yeah. That sounds pretty likely. Thank you so much for that question, RJ. It's it's yeah. That that we were worried about how we could like uh, naturally work <laughs> that in, into the podcast. So it really helps that you just kind of asked it as a question. We could just get into it. Ah, oh, good stuff. All right. Uh, Sucks. Do we got any more questions over there? Uh, yeah. Your brother Andy asks, "What do you want for oh. your birthday, Tom?" Um. Uh, just send me something stupid that you find <laughs> that's wrestling related. That that'll be fine, Andy. You can just use Amazon or whatever. You know, you'd have to send anything from Canada. That'll probably be quite annoying. But um, will you yeah. review it on the show? Yes. If Andrew, if Andrew, Andrew, <laughs> if you send me a present and if it's stupid, then I will open. I will unbox it live on the podcast, <laughs> and I will give a full review, and you'll be able to tell how genuine my my delight or my disgust is. So you'll have a very um. A very honest uh, reactions to to your your gift giving. So yeah, that, that's that's uh, your option, Andy. So give that a go. I don't think he got me a present last year, or if he did, I can't remember what it was. <laughs> so we'll we'll see. Good question though. Thank you. Thank you, Andy. All right, <laughs> Niall, uh, your pal Niall on Twitter asks, mm. "How do you all feel about the overuse of the big dog nickname by mm. people in and around the wrestling business?" It's yeah. very very annoying and unoriginal. It is. Yeah. It's really annoying and unoriginal, yeah. yeah. And sometimes you have people in your life that want to want to do that, yeah. and you know you just kind of <laughs> grin and it. bear it. Yeah, I, I, okay. So real talk, I, I'm not afraid to get into some real talk right now. I know what you're gonna say. What, what do you think I'm gonna say? What do you think I'm gonna you're say? You're gonna say you were you were one of the first. You were the first, maybe. I wasn't gonna get into that, but thank you for acknowledging that. Um, I was one of the first, and honestly, I, I'm tired of it now. It hasn't been funny for a very long time. Um. But it's become so much of uh, you know my my personal appeal to the core audience that I have that I I feel that I can't take it out of my name on Twitter. <laughs> also, 
I know that it's unappealing to new people. So it's kind of I'm really caught in this this tricky situation where I can't give up the big dog the big dog nickname because then I you know I, I risk losing some of my I, fantastic I think followers. You can. I don't no, want to. I think you totally can. <laughs> you know, I have an idea. Okay, let's hear it. So I need followers. I my follower no, account I, is pathetic. No, I don't like. No, let's no, see. Let's no, see where no, everyone's yeah. going. Yeah. I, I like this. No, no I like no, this. No, they know no, they know no. where I'm going because it's a good place to go. No, it is. Can I have the big dog? Can I think about this? Can I? think about this mm-hmm. i need some time to think how, about this. how about you think about it till the next episode give me until the next episode and, and we'll and we'll decide on the next episode that's oh man that's a while. the decision that way if you decide you want to let her let her have it you can get your last little jokes out with it you can <laughs> you can cherish your time with it in between now and then tim you can do an audit of my uh of my timeline for how many times i've referred to myself as the big dog and you'll find it to be sparse every single tweet no it says it right in the title it says it right there i'm not saying it myself hey who knows how to change titles? You know, if only I knew how to change it. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, s- if that's your name right there and you're mm. saying something, then everyone just like it, 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 every single tweet like starts with uh, like you saying your name first and then the tweet. Yeah. Like that's how it's all. That's how I always personally read it out loud <laughs> when you're doing your uh, <laughs> your, <laughs> your just... oral renditions of uh, today's timeline. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> to your Roomba, <laughs> you have a little theater set up. Uh, yeah, you know. Let me. Think Think about it. Let me think about it. It's become such a core part but, of my but, being. But the big dong, no, the whole big dong check, please. <laughs> uh, clean up on aisle five. Yeah. Yes, Tim. <laughs> uh, but I mean, the big dog name is a big part of the T Boys lore. That's true as well. <laughs> so, are you? Wait, are you saying that you would position for Orin to be the new member uh-huh, of the T Boys? Uh-huh. Um. Well. Yeah. I guess so. I guess that's what I, got. <laughs> I guess so. I mean, that seemed to where you're going. And on uh, that note. To- if I may, mm. your yes. pal Niall had an interesting follow-up question that I think is very apropos <laughs> yes. to this discussion. Yep. Yeah. And that question is, Sox, would you like to? Yeah, sure. Uh, that question is, is Tom doing okay? He sounded a little despondent <laughs> lately on the show. Thank you, for, thank you for caring, Niall, because I'm glad someone does. Let me tell you what it's like to be the host of a podcast where <laughs> everyone else is having fun and being the chucklehead and getting to be a sarcastic ass, Tim, <laughs> uh, a disgusting pervert, Sox. Or uh, a, uh, uh, a a traitor and a snake in the grass, Oren. <laughs> <laughs> and you have to be the one to just hold things together and tie it down and just keep the fucking ship going through the waves, keeping the the, the rudder steady, the wheel what? So yeah, I'm I'm despondent because it's a lot a lot more pressure being host. We're doing things a lot more regularly. A lot of the times I don't think we've got enough to talk about and I feel that pressure as a host. So thank you for caring, Niall. But I, I think I'm doing better I think I'm doing better on this show. I think last show I was definitely feeling a little bit down. And also the show <laughs> not the show before that, but the one before that show. So I would say fifty percent of the mind, recent shows. Niall, uh, yeah. yeah. But we'll keep in mind that other people have offered to host but Tom wants the host. I wouldn't allow that. But yet complains about it. <laughs> I wouldn't allow that. Well, here's the thing. You know, people don't decide to have greatness thrust upon them. They just have it innately within them. So I know that I have to be the host because Jesus Christ, I can't even imagine what it would be like if anyone else was the host. So even though I know it's it's for the best, it's still uh, heavy lies the, the head that wears the crown is the phrase uh, that Michael Elgin once quoted. Um, <laughs> and uh, that's very much my position right now. I'm not happy about it but i'm gonna keep on being the host for <laughs> your pleasure so you're welcome you're the Thank king you, arthur of this podcast but you're the charlie hunnam <laughs> king arthur of this podcast i'm the child oh. that's right i'm wearing a bane jacket and i'm feuding with jude law for some reason i i don't know I, yeah 
Do we have more questions? We had some other questions, Socks. I want to hear yeah, the other questions. Yeah, we have a ton. Right. You, you want more? Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to hear some. I want to hear some hot and spicy questions. Okay. Uh, Matt Fish, Fish approved on Twitter. Asks, yes. Who is the next wrestling podcaster to get a show on the WWE Network? I don't think there's any left. Us, I guess. Us, yeah. yeah. Us. <laughs> We're the only ones left. Yeah, luckily there's yeah. hardly any wrestling podcasts out there. They're so. not. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there's there's three and we're mm-hmm. the last one who doesn't have a show on the, the, <laughs> the WWE Network. What show do you think we should have? Do should it be a reality thing or a pranks thing or a mm. cartoon or a documentary <laughs> or talking smack? I do like a cartoon, but I would need Tim to animate the whole thing. Yes, by hand. I think that that, that would be good. Yeah. Just a, an animated version of the podcast would be good, like how Ricky Gervais <laughs> did his. So we can follow in our, our podcasting hero's footsteps because we all love Ricky Gervais on this show. Right, guys? Yeah? Mm. Yeah. Um, big time Gervais hits. I think it should be like a Crank Yankers style show. Is that like phone, phone funny phone calls? Yeah, but like we're like I guess it could be animated, like but puppets. you know, puppets, right? Oh yeah, we can and, be puppets. Oh, yeah. okay. like and but it's not, but it's puppets but it is us on Twitter. So it's just the puppets <laughs> tweeting. Oh yeah. That's a good idea. That's all right. I think they should do that. That'd be all right. That's what's gonna happen, Matt. And likewise, I think we should start doing crank phone calls on the show. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> just like bring it full circle. Sure, yeah, we can, that can just be our new bit. All right, well, we've got a lot to work on. Then we've got a uh, we've got to really get started on all this all this stuff that we've got Did, going. Didn't Eric Bischoff start a podcast recently? Am I making that up? That sounds about right. Yeah, I think he's got one. Yeah, I could see that happening. What Eric Bischoff actually having a yeah mm. yeah he's been kind of welcomed back in the fold. That's too bad. Yeah, you're probably right. Yeah, when you answer it seriously, Tim, it just feels depressing thinking about the state <laughs> of the... <laughs> thinking about the state of the WWE network. All right, yeah, yeah. probably Eric Bischoff. Just talking about shit and making light, making up lies. <laughs> Did Matt Fish have another question, Socks? That's what I want to ask. Yes, Matt Fish had another question. Matt this is a Fish good one. asks... This is my favorite question. Is Alicia Fox more of a prestigious title than the Cruiserweight title? I think this is a great question. It's really deep. It's gross. That's a gross question. It's not, gro- it's not gross. It's, it's not bad, gross. Yeah. This it's is pretty a- bad, yeah. It's pretty bad. I did not want that on here. <laughs> I either. wanted it on here. So, Oren, you were okay with this, right? <sighs> yes. I'm See? fine with it because I think I think that it is a very deep question. I think that yep. it probes Alicia Fox uh, as oh, God. <laughs> check, please. You know yep. what? I'm comfortable with it. It probes Alicia yeah. Fox uh, as an object. Is is she yes. an object, uh, or no. is she more than that? Is she a human title or is she a woman? I think this is a thoughtful question. Thank you, Matt Fish. Mm. I can tell you're a scholar. Um, mm-hmm. To everyone who is insulted by this question, I wish you would grow up. Yep, I agree. I agree 100%. <laughs> Thank you, Horan. So I like this because, all right, think about the benefits that you get by having the Cruiserweight title. Number one, you get to be on like the pre-shows of pay-per-views, whatever. Mm. Number two, you have to interact with Austin Aries, no thanks. Hmm. Number three, the belt is colored purple, so it, it'll clash with a lot of colors. So you have to kind of like redesign your gear around it. That's a hassle. Think about the benefits of uh, having Alicia Fox in your life. Number one, fun. She's a lot of fun. She seems kind of crazy. Oren, <laughs> you saw her in a restaurant once. <laughs> she seemed like she was having a good time, correct? Oh, she was throwing food all over the place. Exactly, just like she's known to do. Number two, uh, possibly on Turtle Divas. She's not a regular cat. What's she? What's she now? Like a background supporting cast member? She's like she's the role of Paige's friend in this past season. Yeah, she's the <laughs> yeah, oh man, God, <laughs> yeah, the worst role. Uh, so she, you possibly get to be on Turtle Divas, the best wrestling mm. show. That's another fantastic thing. 
Uh, number three, get to hang out with Alicia Fox. So we already covered that, but you know, yeah, that's, she that is really fun. does. Yeah, she is a lot of fun. So I think Alicia, I think Alicia Fox is a more prestigious title than the cruiserweight title right now. I would rather have Alicia Fox in my life than the cruiserweight <laughs> title. Are in your thoughts? Since you're the only other one who takes this question seriously. I like this question. I feel like, as you can see from the show itself, uh, most of the cruiserweights are more interested in having Alicia Fox in the title. Probably <laughs> so, yeah. Absolutely. So, yeah, so there you yeah. go. Yeah. There we go, that answers it. The, 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 the proof is in the pudding, and that pudding is 205 Live. Thank you very much. Are they going to have a match where Alicia Fox is le- legitimately no, the no, stipulation? No, no. No, Alicia Fox on a pole. Uh, I didn't. I, I didn't want to be the one to say that phrase. So I'm glad. I'm glad it makes you. Honor. Yeah, it's weird. It's weird that Oren comes up with this. I feel like Oren is secretly the most sexist one out of us. It's fantastic. Oh jeez. <laughs> and I'm glad that you said that, Socks, because I would never say that because that's the most sexist thing to say. And Tim, I appreciate you sounding extremely shocked and saying "oh jeez" yep. as if you wanted to vomit. That was a little much. I felt like. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. Socks is out of control in this episode. It's, yeah, this is. Uh, he's rich now. He don't have to, <laughs> he <is. laughs> to do anything. He don't have to play by your social rules. He's he's got so much privilege now, and he refuses to check it. It's fantastic. He's wearing a top hat. <laughs> yeah, and a monocle. Just fucking Roombas all over the place. <laughs> I'm not fucking any Roombas. Come on, <laughs> he's doing that. He, he is. He's just fu- doing the Roombas. He's fucking, fucking the Roombas. Roomba. Fucking the Roombas. Flushing them down the toilet. <laughs> that sucks now. Uh. Yeah, it's good stuff. Do we have? A, is that it for question socks, or we got any more in the bag? Uh, unless you want to ask best bagel or what and why. I don't really have. Well, no, that's sorry. That's from Chris. Thank you, Chris. That's Chris. Just a plain bagel. Just a plain bagel, man. I, I keep it pretty simple. I don't go crazy. Oh, Tim hung up. Tim. Tim left. <laughs> well. <laughs> <laughs> That was questions. Uh, Tim was just so shocked by the the prospect of having to answer what his favorite bagel was that he he hung up on the call. Mm. Should we wait for him to come back on, or should we just call it there? Someone's got to do a Tim impression. I'm I'm not when I do when I do Southern voices. Tim gets angry, so I'm not allowed to do <laughs> I'm not allowed to do Tim impressions. Tom, will you do a Southern voice? Um, a Tim voice or a Southern well, voice? I don't know, whatever you're comfortable with. Yeah, well, I don't know what the difference is, so. I do declare my southern voice is very stereotypical, if you will. I'm out on the veranda. Did Tim come back? That, that was Tim. Yeah, that was Tim talking right there. Oh, nice. <laughs> uh, no, that's my. It's, it's not a very. <clears throat> it's not a very nuanced, nuanced one. It's just you know your standard southern. Yeah, one. I mean, it's pretty. I'd say it's pretty like technically accurate. If you're if you're foghorn leghorn, if that's what you're going for. Yeah. Well, he was one of the classic southerners. Oh, here okay, he is. Yeah, there he is. There he is. There's our big boy. Uh, how Just do we get it? Is he, he going to get back in automatically? He's going to rejoin, yeah. Let me see. I mean, we can. I can hit a plus on him. Plus that bitch. Sorry for saying bitch. <laughs> now Sorry. I'm offended. Now yeah. she's offended. Oh, I knew I shouldn't have said plus that bitch. Oh, well. I can do a good southern accent, but it only comes <laughs> out right. when I'm with my family and when I'm angry. All right. Do you use like southern parlance? Do you use like you know southern terms? And I will, I use southern terms just in everyday <laughs> language. But like it, like the hmm. real accent has to like come out on its own. Oh, uh, really? You should record that sometime. Yes, same, same here, same here. I uh, very rarely <laughs> have any kind of mm. accent, and um, every once in a while, I'll just come on out. Tim, I was, we were talking about how we might have to do an impression of you if you if you didn't get back on Skype, and I was telling them how you get angry if I do southern accents. It's a little demeaning there, Tom. Yep. <laughs> yeah. 
even though it's somehow okay for you to do uh, tracer impressions with me, and she is British. <laughs> Cheers, love. <laughs> Cheers, love. The cavalry's here. <laughs> let's end this show, please. Yeah, let's do it. All right. Well, thanks for coming back. So, uh, sucks. Thanks. Keep thanks for coming back, Tim. Trace on. Keep calm and tracer on. Cheers, love. The cavalry's here. <laughs> I did that impression so much that my wife gets angry at me now when I do it. I get to hear her get mad at him. It's the best. <laughs> she gets so cry. Yeah, she'll just you know it's on her. You know she she can close the door, not on me. She uh, Yeah. All right. It's going fine. My marriage is fine. Uh, so hey, that's been our podcast. Thanks for uh, thanks for sending in questions. If you sent in questions, if you want to send in questions, um, and you haven't sent in questions, or even if you just have tweet them at Orin, and she'll uh, take a picture of them and <laughs> yeah. uh, email them. Yeah, Orin is just your fucking secretary now, so she'll just take a screen grab of your question <laughs> and send it to us. So either send, glad to do it. Send it to Orin, or use the hashtag AskWOA, or just tweet at Wrestling Earth, or email WrestlingOnEarth at gmail dot com. WrestlingOnAir at gmail dot com. Wrestling on air at gmail.com yeah we've got both yes. emails i think we've got a lockdown uh <laughs> <laughs> this has been our show uh i've been tom I've, I've had a fantastic time hosting you um socks that's been you hello yeah. i'm socks mahoney on twitter and i write for video game and you can also join our discord at the game zone tim that's been you <laughs> Thank it you for has joining been us. me. I will never be me again. That's probably for the best. <clears throat> you can find Tim at Tim Welcomed on Twitter if you want. Uh, Aaron, that's been you. It me. Hey, thanks for joining, Aaron. It me. Yeah, it me. Aaron <laughs> <laughs> uh, loves memes, and you can send memes to Aaron at Aaron on Twitter. <laughs> she'll email them to us. <laughs> and she'll email them to us because that's what Aaron does now. She just sends us your shit. Yeah. You're too cool, fucking Oatgan. I'm going to find you, <laughs> son of a bitch. <laughs> Uh, thanks for joining, guys, and hey, we'll see you next time. Bye. It's been wrestling. Bye. 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 Yay. Bye. Pump up the jams. Pump it up while the beat is thumping. Uh, all right.